You are now listening to the Skin Talk Podcast with Lo and Faith. Two solo estheticians come together for a fun and knowledgeable sit down about skincare and business, all while juggling the life of motherhood and entrepreneurship. Join us every Monday and get ready to learn a little and laugh a lot. All right, guys, we're back again. It's season three, and you're now listening to Skin Talk with Lo and Faith. We're super excited because this week we're kicking off our four-part mental health business edition series. So we're super excited to talk about all things mental health and business. Yes, so I think people mostly see the beneficial side to own a business so I think it's really good to be able to point out these like little bullet points and topics that we'll be going over especially in our industry at least but this is very broad to just owning a business in general right just like entrepreneurial anything like that it's 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 free like a lot of people they think that it's freedom but then you're like well it is but then like it's not at the same time so it's freedom to the point of at the end of the day, if I don't want to do something tomorrow, I don't actually have to and I won't get fired. But there also is still consequences to that. No, for sure. So like, there, responsibility. Yeah. And if I say I want to work one day a week, I can do that. But then there's less growth there. So there's a freedom. <laughs> there's all types of freedom to do what you want to do. But what is what you want to do going to, you know, contribute right. to anything? And are you, you responsible enough to yeah. handle that? Yeah, so a lot goes into And honestly, I think that the responsibility, being responsible in your business, sometimes it like ebbs and flows due to maybe where your mental health is. And that's why this four-part series is going to be really important because I know that when I'm doing my worst, like personally in my personal life, that's when I'm performing the worst in my business. So, um, I mean, like sometimes you can say, oh yeah, your business is like thriving, but you're letting go of your personal life. But like there comes up into crumble. (laughs) What I was basically saying was, is that when we are not able to feed into ourselves and like feed into our mental health and positive thinking and not even just thinking but our diet and our physical movement, we're not going to be properly able to dive into our business. And I know when I'm happiest mentally and physically, I am able to provide my business with the most care and attention possible, as opposed to when I'm feeling low and maybe I can still feed into my business, but it's just not going to be as productive and forward moving. And you know, I have, I actually deal with the opposite sometimes as well. Like my business not being where I wanted to be can honestly down my mood in general and like 100%. outside of business and then like it it makes my whole mental health in general go down so you get I like agree. it tackles back and forth 100 percent. once you start because when you're not doing good in your business and that's your career like that doesn't that doesn't feel good so what are some like ways um faith that you feel like you get into like a negative headspace and like what are some things that like help you get out of it like when it comes to your business Honestly, just like slow seasons are hard or just not being able to create what you know you want to. Um, Honestly, like I haven't 100% figured out how to get through that other than just keep going. And then like it goes back up, like you go in waves and you end up back at the top eventually. You never know when it'll go back down, but 
like kind of it just kind of goes in waves uh I don't really have like oh I see this is coming on this is what I need to do like sometimes right. I just I just let it pass you're just like let me just at least just flow with this and like get through this time like I'll lose motivation but then I'll just keep searching for something that'll spark my interest again and, and move that motivation back up whatever yeah. it, whatever sparks up and brings but today's topic is our first topic of the series which is um a big one especially in our industry and I mean a lot of industries because there are so many people nowadays doing things on their own and creating businesses and you're bound to not be the only one doing something so our topic is about comparing yourself to others and especially in your niche um but also just as a business owner and like how comparing yourself to other people's success 100%. I think that I try my best to remind myself that like a lot of people are like, oh, there's not just one seat. Well, there is one seat, but it's my seat. Like no one can take that seat. I have one seat and it's for me and your seat is for you, Faith. And we have many other esthetician friends. They all have their own seats and we could all do facials, custom facials. And we all still have our own seats and we could never take anything from each other. And it's so important to remember that. Yeah. And honestly, like it's crazy how even like me and you are so close we've overlapped in even places that we have worked things that we do yet we've never overlapped in clientele we've never overlapped in taking a sale from somebody else like we are this close and we've never had to compete or worried about that or dealt with that so people that are worrying about people they don't even know that exist right like you got to let that go but that's no, a big thing um especially in the beauty industry is just comparing yourself to other people and doing thinking that they're going to steal your I don't know I've, I've never felt that way in this industry so I I don't know if you ever have but I've never felt like I was competing like oh they're going to take my client oh they're going to go to them instead right. never had that feeling I've never had the feeling of I'm going to lose out to someone else. And like you said, we've actually worked, I feel like within a 10 minute driving distance or less. From we worked in the other. same building I've, at the same time. literally. And I've never had anyone say like, oh, uh, faith, I've, I've went to touch by faith and have you heard, I've never, not like I've never heard anyone say about your business, but you know, like I've never had a, I've taken from you or you've taken yeah. from me type of yeah. feeling. Um, and I don't feel like I've ever felt specifically a specific person has been my competition, but I think that sometimes it is easy to compare yourself yeah. to another business and feel competitive in the sense of like, why can I not be as good as that? Or, you know, something like that. And I'm a naturally competitive person, so I compete in my mind, yeah. um, but I've never competed by client like I'm gonna go follow their client that's weird energy I highly suggest against that if you thought maybe that would be a good way to get clients or something it could have crossed someone's mind but I've never even I've never even been the person to like leave a job and be like oh I'm gonna steal these clients and bring them over to me now I've definitely had people that are like I'm gonna follow you wherever you go and I 100% encourage that I'm not gonna tell you no you can't follow me you gotta stay here (laughs) whoever comes next you gotta see them like no I obviously am doing something for you to want to see me come wherever I am but I'm not gonna be like 
sneaking behind and being like, oh, um, make sure you come see me when I move over to this location, especially in like the corporate world, because that's a little different than like independently owned places. But like in the corporate world, there is a lot of people that do end up trying to steal quote unquote clientele or get all their information and hit them up after they leave. Right. I completely, um, you know, what? actually, like, if anything, I look at it as like an experience to trade off clients. Like I have a friend, she does facials, she does massages, she does hair, she's a cosmetologist. And like, she's sent people to me for certain things. And yeah. someone asked me the other day about something that I don't do. Like, it's a great opportunity for you. There's lash technicians that don't do Brazilians, you know? So really, it's a good opportunity to blend and combine clientele. Yeah. I feel like they think of it as like a you know negative thing. Yeah, I um definitely compare like success to other people and I'm like, what are they doing that's getting these people in the door? Cause I need to figure out what that is. And right. sometimes it's just their their spark, you know, like you have to have you can't copy somebody else's originality. Like you can take inspiration from a lot of people, but you're always going to have to figure out what makes you different um, because nobody likes a copycat. Nobody likes to go find a brand or a provider and feel like everything they're doing is the exact same from another brand. Like, you know, you've all seen, even like in product, in the product world, you see a brand, you're like, oh, they definitely copied so-and-so like it's not even subtle. I think that like in 2022, they're really, it's hard to make something original because so many things have already been That's done. True. Like we've done so many things, but like to directly copy, yeah. you know, that's not as good as like, if you just find inspiration, like maybe you see a service and you're like, oh my gosh, like that is my vibe. Like how yeah. can I make that my own? Or if you see like a, tic- a TikTok or a reel and you're like, oh, I like that idea. But you can't just like pretend like that specific idea, word for word, step by step is your idea. Like, yeah, don't. We also live in that culture of like, oh, why didn't you give me credit? You stole my, like. I was literally about to say, or give me credit. It was 100% like copy. Like nothing is original nowadays. So can you even always track back to the original ownership of half the things you find and see? Like, you're like, oh, I got the information. I got the inspiration from that. But then I'm like, that's not the creator. I'm the creator. Right. We can never even do anything right these days. But I will say, like, there's certain things maybe I see on Instagram, maybe a graphic that another esthetician made. I'll post it and say, oh, I love this graphic that Touched by Faith made. It was, you know, so good. But I also don't, like, go out of my way and drive myself crazy trying to source and find, unless it's, like, actual data, like, we need for our business and education. But basic social media things, like, okay, cool. We're getting inspired. We're making different things. Let's just get creative and have fun. Yeah, especially, like, even, this is a specific um, example, but even when it comes to, like, spacers that a lot of people use, Um, on social media like Instagram um, I have seen people be like oh this person is copying exactly how I do it what I do or like the type of but like there are certain graphics that have gotten more popular lately that a lot of people are using and I don't think that like one person can take ownership of that we all have Canva we all use the same apps or templates but especially like the especially in our specific world um, or beauty world I know like the illustrated art is really popular right now and I don't feel like if you're like stealing the exact pictures 
but if you're making it your own and it's the same type of style what that's you know I don't find anything wrong no, with I that. It's still your fact that you put a glycolic acid fact on your page. Like I'm yeah. acid too, and I'm gonna put a glycolic acid fact on my page. Yeah, like, and, and I, I know together with a graphic. <laughs> I know the like exact illustrating. Um, how would you call it? Just like the style. Um, right. A lot of people have been using lately, and you can get them custom made. Um, but I don't feel like that's something one person be like that was my idea that was and then, and then we specifically know people I was that try to take ownership <laughs> of things that have been around but that's another thing of like it come like okay so we talk about like comparing ourselves and we talk about um you know just wanting to be more successful and I think I'm going to dive into like, I'm going to connect these two things, but okay. there's a healthy way to do it and a non-healthy way to do it. 100%. There are people in our industry that you're like, oh, I want, I want to succeed. Like, that's my goal. My goal is to get big. My goal is to be recognized. My goal is to whatever it may be. And it may be a healthy, um, I want to be recognized for my skill. And then there may be, I want to be recognized for me. I'm like, those 100%. are two different things as well. Um, and sometimes those things can be unhealthy and um just be like kind of drama filled in a purposeful way to gain attention especially in the world of social media um there are people that we know and talk about and see that are growing because they are really skilled and they have crazy results and they put time into their effort and their work and then there's people that are growing because all they do is talk about drama viral content. yeah and, viral content <laughs> viral. And, and what what they're doing that people are stealing or this drama or that drama yeah. or anybody can take okay I can have one negative post on maybe a Facebook ad or something from some randy random 60 year old talking about my post and I can take that and run with it and try to make it viral and try to make you know a statement and try to drag all this drama um and that's that's some people's uh that's some people's trick to success but it's never gonna it's never gonna keep you at the top because that just gets boring and what else do you have to offer I agree and I are people gonna watch you or are people gonna come spend money with you Right. And maybe honestly, the sad thing is, is that people are watching and probably also spending money because, you know, that type of stuff still garners like lots of viral purchases, especially like with online. But I feel like the way that you can be most successful is just like focusing on you, focusing on the esthetician like you want to be. And if you want to be recognized for you, I feel like that's okay. But like, you know, make it be for a positive reason, you know, be the esthetician that's like a positive male or female who wants to, you know, shine light into their clients. And you can build a personality brand with education as well. Just it's hard to, I think as estheticians, we're supposed to be people who enhance mm-hmm. things, you know, so we should be enhancing our peers. We should be enhancing our clients more than just beauty wise, but yeah, inside and out. Yeah. And drama doesn't enhance anything. It doesn't enhance us or anyone listening, truly. Yeah. Um, Also, like, I mean, on the same topic, the social media growth, we can compare. It's hard to not compare when you see numbers right in front of your face. And that's, you know, what people push at you is the numbers on the screen. Oh, this person has this amount of followers. 
even like it even sometimes will get I, I don't know if you've done this but like I'll definitely go on people's pages um that I like that I have no problem with that I um love their work I want them to grow and if they have a couple more hundred followers I'm like oh, dang I wish I could be growing more or like or they have ten thousands of followers and you're like what are they doing to get that like and then you also go to the fact of like oh they have that many followers they must be like booked up all the time but that's not always the case so you have to mapping all their yeah. followers could be in Japan yeah. and they live in Virginia like so it's hard to compare on that you you kind of look you can because I you see, I've seen this in person. I've seen somebody with ten thousands of followers, and they don't have full books. And then mm-hmm. I see people that have zero social media presence. <laughs> they have one hundred twenty-five followers, <laughs> but they're making bank and driving their dream car and doing what they got to do, and they're making their money. So it has no correlation. I agree. I think that it's good to. I get a lot of clients from social media. But honestly, For it's sure. not, not even the fact that I have followers. It's through the fact that I'm using hashtags and I'm like, oh, I searched for Charlotte Esthetician yeah. and I, you know, saw you. But I think that also another thing with social media too is like everybody has a different social media personality. Like I think social media is very very important for your business so people could look for an after picture you know or something like that and I think it's important to figure out your uh social media personality like maybe that you don't show your face at all you know maybe you're make I'm, I love making reels with like facts yeah. but maybe that's not you um there's an esthetician me and Faith love and follow and she makes like crazy dances with yeah clips and then there's other estheticians who post beautiful pictures of products and talk about their benefits like there's so many ways that you can decide don't just look at one person and say, think oh I could never do that I could never show my face because you don't have to mm-hmm. just be you definitely you. don't but social media is an amazing marketing tool I think sometimes I get lost in the not even like my followers are going to correlate to to you know customers but sometimes I'm like oh I just want a big amount of following so when those couple of customers come across my page they feel more intrigued because they see that number and they're like what are they doing right they a lot of people must like them I gotta go to them so I think that's where we get in our head of like we need the most followers because obviously if I have a hundred thousand followers I'm not gonna have a hundred thousand clients but I may have a hundred from that and it, they may go on your my page and say like oh she's doing good let me go to her so I think that's a hard thing to struggle with being like and also I, I know it's true because I like even job opportunities or people liking your work because they see your social media platform whether that's followers or just content um, some people do that is their first impression of you when they are not around you in person so it, it's a it's a struggle of trying to compete with yourself sometimes for sure it's definitely a thing because my main page not my low by low page has like fifty seven thousand followers and I've had people and I personally know people with more followers so I don't think that's a lot but I've had people like meet me we're chilling everything's normal and then we exchange Instagram profiles oh oh yeah they look at you right and you're oh, like, you're special like right. I was Nothing special changed. without that Not number 
Right, girl, I was special when we first said hello. Like my Instagram don't have nothing to do with this. But sadly, the world does do that. And so it can it can be hard. And I know that I won't say everybody because, you know, there's somebody out there who's going to be like, no, I don't let it affect me. But most people, especially who I feel like is in our age range, but probably between really anybody these days, but really I feel like 39 and younger were always consistently looking at other people and comparing ourselves and through social media especially I think that like the business owners kind of succeed that age range because I think when you're a business owner this day like no matter what age you are you kind of need social media so I think that that kind of right brightens up that range but yeah it's hard it really does feel like I mean people are gonna look if you met somebody on the street today and you told them about what you do, they're going to be like, oh, well, what's your what's page? Your, yeah, what's your, what's your social media? If you were to say no, they'd be like, oh, you must not take your business seriously. Like, yeah. if you didn't have one, people would think that that was, like, out of this world. I mean, I, I'm not saying that I would, but, like, I would be like, oh, you're missing out. Like, even if you're popping out, you could be popping more. 100%, like, for sure. and it's easier for people to even spread word of mouth people are on instagram all day oh look this is my esthetician girl like send it over this way it's very positive even though there's so many like negatives i feel like to social media if you can just like this series is like focusing on your mental health and you can find the positives of social media and be able to get through it and grow and have fun with it too i think i don't struggle with like social media mental health on like a personal level even if it's like a, a business level you want to grow your business but I'm glad that I'm not in a like personal space of social media I don't really I don't care about my personal growth I care about my business growth um, but you're not going to see me trying to like pop off my regular Instagram or try to be some kind of influencer personality um, outside of my business I want that to grow so I think sticking to your business kind of keeps it in a little bit more of a healthy realm and because it's your job and your career and you're providing something and it's not just oh I have to be I have to be this certain person for people to like me and like what content I put out like on a personal level and that because that can start to be like oh I'm not good enough but like if it's my business it's just I'm trying to grow my business. Yes, I want my business to do good, but it doesn't affect me like I'm not good enough. Like a lot of people in the influencer world tend to go down that rabbit hill. Yeah, I struggle with that with my personal page, but not with my glow by glow page. Like if I posted a glow by glow video and I got a hundred views on there, I could really care less. I was just posting the content for it to like be on my page and for people to be able to see it today, tomorrow, whenever it doesn't matter. But when I post something on my solo queen low page, and maybe it's because I get paid for like yeah. the views. So it could be that too. But like, I just posted a recap of an event I did last weekend and it's doing tremendously less than all my yeah. other videos. I'm like, what do y'all hate about this? Do you hate me? I mean, I'm not literally thinking this guy's like, I'm not literally like in a depression, but I do have those thoughts. Like what was but wrong? Also, you, you, have to, you have to realize the power of social media because nowadays it has nothing to do with oh they didn't like that content they didn't get to see that content because Instagram didn't give it to them Instagram didn't show it to them 
um so like it's not it's honestly like a, a crappy situation of what they think is good what these people in this little social media platform think other people will like it and I don't know how the algorithm works but I know that it nowadays it's no longer these are the people you follow and you see what's on their pages and it comes up in a chronological order now it's oh we think you'll like this real more we're gonna post this you you commented on this person we're gonna bump them up on your page right I saw something and maybe it went away but you could choose to look at your feed in the sense of what you'll like and then look in this feed on your feed of who you're following yeah now you can also like follow like follow actually when they post not just follow them but like have your notifications on now you can subscribe to people's Instagram. So, I mean, I also think that Instagram is like, okay, you need to be hopping on the new things that we're always um, putting out. So when they came out with reels, if you weren't posting reels and you were only posting pictures, like your engagement was going to be tremendously low. Oh. And as they continue to put things out, they want you to keep using it. So if you're not using these new things, they are not going to push your stuff. So that's just a little, that has nothing to do with mental health, but as a little tip to anyone who's wondering why their engagement could be low, make sure you're engaging with Instagram. They want you to, the way they want you to. They no longer want you to post pictures. Uh, They They don't care about pictures. They want you to post reels reels and stories. Yep. On the monetization, like if you post reels and your reels are only pictures and there's no videos in that reel, you don't, you can't monetize monetize that content like literally it has to have videos it can't have uh, there's uh, multiple things it can and can't have but yeah they have specific ways they want you to post um so So other than just comparing on media like what are some other ways faith that you feel like you compare yourself to other estheticians out there um I think I think those are the main ways it's just success and like being comfortable and having a good reputation for your work I think because we are so skill-based and like it's not it's I'm selling my skill so my skill needs to be good enough and then I need to be doing what everybody else is doing well I you know I stopped doing that a long time ago I stopped doing the oh, this is a popular service. I need to hop on it to make money and grow my business because if I didn't like that service, I'm not providing it. Um, right. Point blank, I'm not hopping on. And you know, we will get into that on one of our episodes. We will have a episode fully dedicated to being a sellout. And there are so many people in the business industry and in our industry and just business owner industries that are complete sellouts. And that's just the name of their game. But I've stopped really doing bad. that. Yeah, <laughs> it because really is. I don't want to be unhappy at my work. I point blank, I decided to be in this career so that I didn't have to work anymore. So I'm not going to sit there and make myself do things that I don't like. And they might be great services. There might be services that I want to get done, but I don't want to provide them. It's not <laughs> my it's not my love. I love getting my nails done. I don't want to be a nail tech. Love people that are nail techs. I think they're bomb I think the work is amazing lash techs I think they're amazing I don't want to personally do it like it's not in my scope or just certain things certain even in my little facial there's things that I don't like to provide that other people do but 
It's right. all of that's why you have to straight sell out for sponsorships. Like if Nutri, if St. Ives was the call, you'd be like, hey, we're gonna give you two thousand dollars to use our St. Ives scrub and put it on your page. Like, would you do a St. Ives promotion? Not like you, because I know you wouldn't, but I'm yeah. saying like, you know, but like you said, that is for another episode. But there's so many different ways you can sell out in this industry and ew, don't do it. So I think that one day you you wrote well, go ahead. What were you gonna say? just think that you will stand out more when you're staying true to yourself people can spot a sellout a mile away people can spot people can spot somebody that's just money hungry I have many friends honestly that I'm like I see you doing eight different things and I'm like do you even like any of those things are you just money hungry are you just doing whatever you can to bring in money because you it's not a it's not sustainable 100% 100% it really isn't and it talks a lot about your character and your ethics and yeah. I mean hey people gonna do what they do but it's important to as an esthetician to help change the narrative you know and be the best esthetician that you can be like personally um Faith you had wrote down some notes and one of them that you wrote down was like comparing what you make and what you think of to what like you think others make and I that's like I think someone could be like oh well how you don't know what other people are making but it's easy to like try to assume what other people are making and go down that rabbit hole I I, well a I think a healthy way to do that is just to say I I want to attain that level of success one day like if you do know like there's some expectations I follow they're making that money I there's there's not a question about that like And I think that it could be easy to be like, oh, why haven't I grown that much or blah, 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 blah. But the right thing to think is just like, how can I get there and attain that success? Like personally, sometimes it happens in different ways and sometimes it could be in similar ways. And I think to the best and healthiest way to do it is to think of it as like inspiration to grow as opposed to like something like depressing because you think that you're like, not good enough or you can't do it too I recently it wasn't financial but was comparing myself to someone and then they told their like esthetician story and I felt silly for thinking Mm -hmm. that yeah for assuming and I was like oh even though I don't have hella followers and even though like maybe I haven't had xyz well, I've actually done more or, you know, experienced more things. And I was just letting social media skew my view and like, tell me what to think about this person, but it wasn't even the case. So, yeah. And that will, you have to protect your mental health and in your growth as well. So like it, there's, it's not worth trading off being miserable for being successful. For sure. I think overall- for sure you have to have balance and I think you also have to have patience like and you just have to realize like your time is going to come like I said in the beginning of the episode like your seat is your seat no one else can take that seat so you have to figure out what your path is and how to get there like look at the people and listen to the people that you respect in the industry whether it's aesthetics or whatever industry you're in and you know take notes from each and throw away what doesn't apply to you and then you know, you can't fail unless you quit. So just keep trying and trying until you get to where you're going. Life is a continuous journey of growth. 
Yeah, I think that pretty much wraps up this episode. We will be diving into a new episode next week. I think we're going to go over... Um, it's pretty similar, but this is more on a personal level, and that's just like the big imposter syndrome. I think mm-hmm. you don't really understand that until you become a business owner or are starting a brand or a business um, or becoming like an influencer or whatever that path is for you. I think everybody goes through that imposter syndrome, so we'll kind of be going over that next episode, um, and we'll be going through a couple more um mental health in the business world um but do you have anything else to wrap it up with the only last thing I'll say is you should only compete and compare yourself to the person that you were yesterday and the esthetician and business owner that you were yesterday so just try to focus on those things Mm -hmm. you know personal growth and continuing to love what you do if you start to hate it you need to reel it back Right. And honestly, sometimes you just need to refine that passion and that purpose. And that could maybe be a fifth episode we throw in and refinding that. I've had to do that with music. I've had to do that with being an esthetician. And I, sometimes you get in this lost, cloudy feeling and you just have to reconnect. So, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week. And we'll see you next Monday. See you next Monday. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Skin Talk Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Skin Talk Podcast.